Oh my god, that was so oh, that was so painful for us. Want to know a quick way to not want to put sunscreen on your face? Test thirty sunscreens in thirty days. Yeah. All right, everybody, we are back for the last episode of the year. This is the Chemist Confessions podcast. I'm Victoria. And I'm Gloria. And this is a human conversation on all of the skincare science we talk on the daily. And today we are doing a wrap up of our entire podcast. Oh my God. Of 2023. Oh my God. Um, what that means is we are just going to do a look back mm-hmm. on all the topics we have talked about, which studies we like the best, mm-hmm. which animal we think deserves an Oscar, I guess. <laughs> uh, celebrity skincare wrap up, some decodes. Yeah, we're just doing a look back on all the greatest highlights of the year because holy cow, we actually stuck to a schedule. I know. And produced 36 episodes. Uh, I kind of <laughs> couldn't believe that we no. actually did 36. I don't think anybody believed. <laughs> I think when we discussed this earlier in the year, when we when we were seriously trying working on bringing back the podcast for real, Victoria said, this year i think we should do a weekly podcast i was like no you're absolutely right and in the back of my head we're not doing it weekly you're like oh victoria that's so cute yeah. every single time i am so on board and in the back of my mind it's like it ain't happening <laughs> but we did it we did it and i'm sure our listeners are very confused because last year we had like 12 yeah no last year we were like oh welcome back to kevin's confessions podcast this is a bi-weekly podcast on all the skincare science we are so sorry we missed like four episodes <laughs> bi-weekly yeah yeah but it's gonna be bi-weekly and yeah we did 12 episodes total that was that was rough yeah so hats off to us good job good job gloria good job victoria (laughs) Uh, all right um let's get into it yeah this year Mm -hmm. we gotta let's let's do the nerdy stuff first yes let's talk about all the studies we looked at yep i think that's such an essential part of a podcast Mm -hmm. i think recently i read a message somewhere that kind of uh, she mentioned that she really appreciates all the knowledge, but feels like sometimes we get into it too deep, like the studies can yeah, get a little confusing. Sorry. So I think what that means is um, going forward, we'll be more conscientious of breaking down these studies in a mm. way that's more helpful. digestible. Yeah, exactly. Um, some of them can be dense. And I think for me, I always struggle with this because for our beginner, more um, intro to skincare yeah. science listeners, we definitely want to make sure that you guys understand and can have helpful takeaways from these studies Mm -hmm. but on the the other hand for our advanced listeners i kind of feel like oh it's hard not to mention all the details for those people right like you know like is this in vitro is this in vivo and equals (laughs) what like um so for me it's like always hard to find that balance um without rambling on for 15 minutes (laughs) by the way this test is in vitro by the way in vitro means you know like it's like it gets a little tough but we found some great studies this year and i and i think these studies are such a crucial part to our podcast one of my favorites this year is definitely the skin medical studies that we found great finds yeah i think for that's one of our one of the reasons why we really like these clinical brands um i think some people might feel like oh there's studies done by brands can be not very trustworthy Mm -hmm. but um the thing with these i guess more clinical brands a lot of their studies are published in journals or the full study is available for you to kind of go through and read Mm -hmm. and the skin medical one was one of those pretty intense ones yeah they actually did two Mm -hmm. i remember and then one actually tested against hydroquinone seven piece um, routine and i think this is where the reason why i think this is such a good highlight is because we always wonder 
how much does it justify the price point? Yeah. Especially price points that are in the hundreds, multiple hundreds of dollars. And we would feel like this is probably the one case um, where for these clinical brands that do this kind of work, Mm -hmm. we can tell you this is very expensive and it's a risk because you're not always going to get the results you want. Um, This may be the one area where it may justify the price Mm -hmm. point. And it sounds like a lot of money, but I mean, you have to understand that it's like, especially I think in the Skin Medica, they did some pretty long time points, 16 weeks, um, especially for looking at hyperpigmentation, which takes a much longer time to see results. Mm -hmm. We feel like, oh, okay, that they're legitimately trying to prove that this does something Yeah. um, yeah. versus some of these other brands. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I think those of you, um, we haven't done this in a long time, but we do poo-poo on very expensive skincare products only sometimes yeah we try not to yeah um (laughs) can't help it the duo is 455 dollars in this study but it's done there are multiple studies and done pretty extensively and based on everything they share the results the protocol everything checks out so this is a case where we and this is also the reason why we poopoo on other 400 dollar topicals that doesn't have any, any evidence data. anything so you're buying on a whim a and a really nice glass bottle <laughs> <laughs> exactly anyways we in that episode we gloria actually found other clinical brands that also did third-party studies mm-hmm. that published their results i think yes and um definitely take a look and give that episode a listen if you are interested in this luxury clinical brand realm yeah Definitely check out season four, episode 28, um, where we decoded and went through a bunch of these fancy hyperpigmentation product clinicals. Yeah. Okay. I think one of my favorite studies that we looked at um, was actually a paper that wanted to look at how, I guess, effective is using a 1% retinol Mm -hmm. versus tretinoin. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that like people always feel like, you know, at, at least experienced users know that retinol is a slightly removed from your retinal. Um, basically, it's slightly removed in terms of being able to interact with your retinoid receptor. Mm-hmm. And tretinoin, retinoic acid, is that actual direct molecule that's going to interact. And I think when people are starting to look into this realm in research, they feel like, am I missing out yeah. by not using tretinoin? Yeah. Am I getting all of those benefits? It almost feels like, oh, I should graduate from retinol yeah. and move on to a tret. Yes, exactly. And this paper, they looked at, you know, the comparison of the two and found that it actually, for the most part, performs on par. Mm -hmm. And so there's really, you know, it it, it was kind of more of a relief, I think, for people to know that, hey, it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can use a retinol and you can basically obtain similar benefits to tretinoin. And that's okay. And this is also without the trade-off of trying to onboard tretinoin. So I really like that one as kind of like a highlight piece that... I don't know. We haven't really talked about. Mm-hmm. And I think retinol has been really popular this year. Um, so, yeah, I would say that's my favorite. I have to mention, this reminds me of, so I was uh, catching up on some YouTube comments recently. Yeah. And <laughs> this guy was like, uh, we did a short on mm-hmm. explaining the retinal pathway. Mm-hmm. So the common ones you'll hear of, basically, retinol directly interacts with your, uh, uh, your receptor. Then it's retinol with mm-hmm. an A. And then it's retinol. Mm-hmm. And... In the in the full episode, we went through a lot of reasons why we still prefer retinol yeah. over retinol, even though theoretically retinol should be stronger mm-hmm. for both stability reasons and also because it hasn't been tested directly against these mm-hmm. um, these 
uh, against uh, molecules like tretinoin. So you don't know in terms of how it behaves in formula, how it really translates to skin benefits, so on and so forth. Explain it all. And then we had a comment on one of the shorts that say, retinol is more uh, is stronger than retinol. <laughs> you're just saying that because you're selling a retinol, which by the way is overpriced. And I'm sitting here like, <laughs> we just spent 40 minutes explaining to you why, why we feel the way we do about retinol. <laughs> was it all time wasted? It wasn't helpful. <laughs> you didn't listen yeah. to the 45 minute explanation, <laughs> did you? Yeah, so I was like, well, here's a reason why we support you. Entitled to your opinion, and hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just like, "What was it all for? <laughs> why do we do this?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Refer back to the full episode." I know you're not gonna listen to it, but hey, refer back to the full episode. <laughs> I mean, uh, yes, the theoretically yes, yeah. But indus- as industry insiders, we can tell you in terms of the retinol. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's say ingredient uh, options out there. Yeah, it's just not as robust yeah. yet. It might get there. Yeah. You know, now that it's starting to gain traction, we'll probably see a lot more encapsulated retinols. And who knows? I think that's one of the things. Speaking of nerding out, you guys will see a theme here, mm. which is comparative data mm. tend to be our favorite studies. Yes, right. Yes. Schematicas love it because it's bench against hydroquinone. Yes. Um, love this retinol study because it's bench against tretinoin. Yes. So you have that like side by side understanding of how it's supposed to perform. That's really rare in this field. Yeah. A lot of times, I think in the same or like the uh, retinol episode before that, we kind of poo pooed on <laughs> retinol alternatives like C phenol extract. <laughs> Guess what's missing from these things is comparative data so you don't like what makes it an alternative or what makes it how can we gauge how this compares to more standards you for the most part you don't know exactly and this is why you guys might see questions pop through Mm -hmm. and our response feels very lukewarm and Mm -hmm. it's because there's no comparative data yeah and so for us to give you know any sort of clear black and white answer it's just unfair, yeah. right? So we're kind of like, mm, well, you know, yeah. <laughs> it kind of depends. There's no data to say it's better. There's just no data at all. What does it do? I couldn't tell you. So, you know, so if you feel like you're like, that seems like a lukewarm answer from the chemist. Now you it guys know. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like while we're on that subject, stepping sideways from our favorite studies, I have to give episode one this year yeah. uh, or episode two this year a shout out. It has my least favorite studies. <laughs> oh, I like that. So Which that, one is that one? That was a botanicals update uh, one. Mm-hmm. And that was one where we kind of delved into um, the retinal alternatives because like plant based retinal alternatives have become really popular. Mm-hmm. And that, so that one, we went through a bunch of popular extracts and the data. The reason why I hated it so much, and that applies to all the papers in that episode, is because it took us a really long time to put it together, finding nothing. There's nothing. Yes. Basically, you go down the rabbit hole to be like, "Hmm, I don't know. There's nothing to say that it's an alternative. And also, on that note, like, remember how we were saying that retinol this year is really popular? What we realized is because it's so popular, a lot of people, a lot of ingredients started getting tied to being retinol alternatives that had no business. Like of no being, reason. There's nothing. There's nothing that says that it, you know, sh- would um, interact with your retinoid receptor. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. It's basically just saying like, oh, it seems to help with wrinkles. Therefore, retinol, retinol alternative. Yeah. Like, it made no sense. So, yeah, that's a weird trend. Yeah. So, uh Anyway, we <laughs> did we go? We went off the tangent again. I think so. So, if you're curious, <laughs> dial it back, dial it back. About, 
for our retinal episode this year. It has some of our favorite studies, and that's also when we discover we've actually never <laughs> talked about retinal in depth Ooh, in the podcast. Form. You're right about that. <laughs> yeah, so definitely check out season four, episode thirty-two for all the juicy meats we found yeah. there. All right, I think that's a good takeaway from the studies. Yeah, um, let's change it up. Yes. Uh, yeah, actually, let's break it up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Um, Gloria, right. like, please get me off. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's break, break, break it up, break, break, break it up, break it up, break it up for the last time this Whoa! year. Yeah. Um, it's the Animal Fun Fact Corner and Review of yes. the Year. Yes. Um, we talked a lot about, uh, we talked about a lot of animals. Mm-hmm. Um, Y'all think we won that, but we didn't. <laughs> which ones do we like, Gloria? Uh, which ones that you got to give a shout out to? I think we have to... This is one of the first animals we did this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have to give a shout out to the camel beauty pageant. <laughs> um, this is when I found out that. So I kind of vaguely knew about camel pageants in the past. Yeah. And I think it's like, I didn't read too much about it. I was just like, what qualifies as a beautiful, beautiful camel? camel? Don't know. So we looked into it and realized there's some real money to be made there. Mm-hmm. And because there's some like real millions. money. Yeah. <laughs> Middle East oil money is so real. But <laughs> And it's serious. It's also not about the money. Yeah. It's about the pride and the honor. And because it's so competitive, they're giving these camels Botox and lip fillers. Yep. Uh, I believe one of the best lines of the year is, which one is the Kim K of camels? <laughs> or, or, or Kim K can be considered a beautiful camel. <laughs> yeah, it was like the something about luscious humps and yes, stuff. Yes, luscious humps. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the hump shape. Yes. And evenness, sim- yes. symmetry, mm-hmm. all of that is looked at. Um, so, yeah. And they had an issue where basically they had to disqualify camels that were getting injections. Work done. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yep. I think that one was <laughs> one of the wackier ones we did. I really like sure. that one. Uh, I think the other one we have to put in there is definitely the drunk monkey study. Yes. That was from last episode, actually. Yes. Or two episodes ago. Basically, in one of the Caribbean islands, you've got monkeys that actually steal alcohol from the resorts. Mm-hmm. And you've noticed that they actually have preference in their cocktails. Um, some like cocktails and some like the hard stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out that um, they ended up doing a behavioral study. Mm-hmm to where they actually captured eh, not really pc but um they 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 captured um about a thousand monkeys they didn't capture them they invited them to a party (laughs) happy hour (laughs) (laughs) and they wanted to see um basically uh if there's any sort of behavior they could link to Mm -hmm. greatest part is we are definitely like the monkeys in that you've got your hardcore drinkers (laughs) you've got your social drinkers and you've got your straight up drunk alcoholics that are uh, violent creatures. <laughs> <laughs> it's all very human. Yeah. So I think that one is probably one of my favorite discoveries. You know, speaking about drunk monkeys, this is a slight segue. This isn't on the list, but this does remind me of the cockatoo episode yeah. too. Yes, the gangsta cockatoo. Yeah. We had a whole series this year on menaces. Yeah. Uh, the creatures of the animal kingdom. <laughs> yeah. And. I don't know why, but th- hearing about drunk monkeys reminds me of that. Mm-hmm. I had to give a shout out because there are great videos of these cockatoos just causing chaos in Australia. They, they In hotel rooms. Yeah, they, they will break in. They're really smart creatures. They will steal your food. They Trash will pick the locks. Yeah, they have an absolute party. I think my favorite clip from that is just a roll of cockatoo. They break, broke open like a loaf of bread yeah. and they each had like a piece of bread and just like, just yeah. going to town yeah. on the balcony. On the balcony of a hotel resort. Yeah, yeah. just nom, nom, nom. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> um, a great one. That's a good one. 
we also want to give a shout out to our video producer's favorite animal. This is the sheephead fish. Mm-hmm. And this is a fish with human teeth. They, they're teeth very human. I love them like this. Yeah. And uh, some of them do need braces. So they're like, uh. <laughs> Uh, I wonder how they even like, catch it. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. So uh, that's our video producer's favorite that um, he enters so his dreams. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think that's a great one. Yep. Um, last but not least, I just have to give an honorary shout out to the fire grazers. These are good old goats. You know, nothing super duper special, but they are used to help keep forest fires at bay to help clear the undergrowth so yeah shout out to the fire grazers thank you goats we need you guys especially in california yes (laughs) cool all right moving on um we definitely looked at some celebrity skincare quite a few yeah Mm -hmm. wins losses you think um how do you feel about the category this year it felt like a lot yeah there was a lot yeah despite we thought there was a lot of backlash but they're still coming yeah so i think the one I have to give a shout out to is probably road skincare. Mm. It's um price point isn't bad. Yeah, I think it's a fair price point for what it is. And I think it's some solid basic stuff that's like worth trying, I would say. Mm. Especially for the price point. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. <laughs> I think the foil product to the to the road skincare is Brad Pitt. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Le Domain. Le Domain. Very pricey. <laughs> no, I forgot about that one. And also mildly questionable. <laughs> <laughs> Still not sure what the grapes do. Yeah, I think like grape stuff isn't super new or novel. No. So Connelly like, is very unhappy. Yeah, and- <laughs> just kidding. We we infer that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna try to start something here. But um, but in terms of what makes Le Domaine's grapes better than Connelly's grapes, like don't know, can't tell you. Maybe yeah. they have a new study, but we haven't seen anything. That Again, no comparative data yeah. or data to speak of. Uh, speaking on an example of something we don't know if it's worth four hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> we try really hard not to trash brands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. And I think the other one that um, we still had some questions on is the Elba's uh, Sable. Brand. Yeah, yeah, that one's still a bit mysterious. Um, I would say price point isn't that bad, but generally, like, hmm, not really sure what it's about. Yeah, I think like I think that's the uh, we're seeing celebrity brands trying yeah. to be taken more yes. seriously. Yes, I agree. Yeah, cause, which which is a good thing because I do think mm. before, like the years before, it's literally celebrities so slapping thoughtless. their names on bottles. Exactly, yeah, I stuff really thoughtless. Yeah, so now I think the brands are trying harder to brand mm-hmm. like themselves, the products, even outside of the celebrities. Like yes. Sierra's brand. Yeah, that yeah. one was just like pummeled with vitamin C. Yeah, the vitamin C brand. But and hey, there's stuff in it that's actually beneficial. Yeah. yeah, so I think it's like going towards a better direction. We remain <clears throat> optimistic. Look yeah, <laughs> we'll see how how many of them make it with us through 2024. Uh, I, well, speaking of brands that feel kind of thoughtless and random, one of the victories is Jared. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. Speaking of, we tried to be very neutral. <laughs> the girl is coming here with a butcher knife. Uh-huh, go on. I would say one of the victories is Jared Leto's brand tag. <laughs> that 29 30 palm crap. <laughs> uh, three palm short of victory and success. Um, yeah, that one, you know, like, that's, that's what I really can't tell you what it was about. Yeah. yeah. So but, that would be one that we're like, you know, may it move on. Yeah. Can we move on from this uh, general of, trend. Yeah, for sure. All right. Cool. Um, 
All right. Then we also did a bunch of decodes. Yeah, we did. Um, I think <laughs> I think this year because we tried to because we decided to do this weekly format, mm. we st- stopped trying to bash everything into one really long episode. I think you can find something from 2022 that's like an hour 45 minutes. Yes. Probably not that fun for you guys. Also hard our, to record for us. Yes, and our video to producer AJ is like, holy crap. Yeah, <laughs> guys. <laughs> um, but uh, that's why this year we kind of have a cadence where one yeah. episode is more focused on decoding yeah. products. And or then, claims. Yeah, and then the next um, next episode is more on the science no. of a particular topic. So we definitely decoded a lot of stuff this year. One of my favorites is definitely... The one, the, a very silly fun one with the whatchamacallit, the Tony Moly's pumpkin eye cream. Yes. Yeah, that is. And we also love the packaging. Mm-hmm. It's literally Adorable. pumpkin in a jar. Um, that one claimed retinol mm-hmm. and pumpkin enzyme. And uh, that was when Gloria helped educate everyone on what <laughs> PPMs and parts per billion PBMs mm-hmm. are. And uh, I don't even know if that clip was remotely educational because it was just basically us just saying Counting zeros, zeros. and yeah. us being like zero 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 yeah wow. i think that was one of the most entertained transparent percentages i've ran into this year because that one that can't one, be mad yeah honestly yeah if i got gifted that i am mad yeah i love that 2.2 ppbs of retinol <laughs> i literally had to like sit there and count zeros i know someone will correct me so i was like very careful to do it right i can't even do the right number of zeros now because i was like seven zeros yeah Yeah, but that was a good one that was fun for me yeah and i think on that note speaking of because that one's also about retinol Mm -hmm. i think this the general theme this year also is that products being labeled as retinol Mm -hmm. and we would decode it and realize either a it is not just retinol Mm -hmm. or there's no retinol at all. Mm-hmm. It's a retinol derivative yeah. or retinoid derivative. So yeah. it's like very confusing. And I feel like that's a general claim out there that we feel like uh, suddenly 2023 is a year of retinol decodes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of weird ones. I think like the frustrating but less offensive ones are the retinol blend ones because yeah. you're at least still getting Ret- some retinol mm-hmm. plus stuff. I think there are some that's like basically vitamin A rich extract. And you're like, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, or like retinol esters that um for us are hard to talk about because they're more on the ingredient supplier side. It's yeah. proprietary. So it's really hard to know efficacy. And like we said, comparative data. There is none of that for us for, to be oh, like. For not found. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is it actually a good option? And how confusing is it to buy what you want as a retinol product? And you don't get retinol. So yeah. I would say that's definitely one of the highlights this year that we had multiple um, decodes on. Yeah. And I do also want to give an honorary shout out to our sunscreen episodes this year. Um, right. Yeah. Because it's not. That was a whole summer. <laughs> that was a whole thing. Yeah, that, um, Holy cow. That felt like years ago. Yeah. It, it wasn't, this isn't strictly speaking a decode, but no. we did our 30 sunscreen, yeah. 30 day, 30 sunscreen challenge this year. Oh my God. That was so, oh, that was so painful for us. Want to know a quick way to not want to put sunscreen on your face? Test 30 sunscreens in 30 days. Yeah. I think that was really okay fun is a strong word here but I think it's interesting for everyone and in terms of well we did a lot of different stuff we tested a bunch of products we also um, weighed everything out for everyone to visualize just how much sunscreen you need to use and that was a very critical way of testing these sunscreens 
the one that I hated the most was one of the vino ones. Yeah, it just like it was so it just wouldn't set. It, yeah. it just I kept rubbing it, got in my eyes. Like you just hear ah, <laughs> yeah. and it never absorbed. And I tested that one of those days when we had to record a podcast, yes. and the whole episode was just like crying. Yeah. I was like, Ugh. I have to take this off. Yeah, it was yeah. terrible. And then the comments are like, "Well, why don't you just use less?" I'm like, because that's not what you need to do with sunscreen. And that's a problem with this category. That goes right up there with the retinol comments. Like, oh, we just spent 45 minutes explaining that you need to put the right amount. And they're all like, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, this is in our blog, yeah. all our pains. Uh, we we have two blog posts on this. Yeah. A summary on all the sunscreens we tested, as well as um, as well as our application tips where you where we yeah. <clears throat> kind of went over why certain formats are better to get that proper tested validated coverage. Yeah. So definitely check that out. Um, will we be doing that next year? I'll let you know. Um, currently, our uh, UVA device is making a rattling sound. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the greatest health. Every time we turn it on, it's like, yeah. uh, it, it sometimes turns off on you. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, with there's every summer, it's like an explosion of new sunscreens. Mm-hmm. So we'll definitely, you know, want to trial more. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I would say one of the most memorable aspects of the year. Yeah, that was rough. <laughs> Some days we just look at each other and the person that's trialing it is just so shiny. Um, or just has a hint of a cast, can't figure out. Yeah. Yeah, Victoria went to tinted. Hawaii this year. Yeah. And then she was like, okay, Gloria, I'll take the tinted with me. I'm like, please. <laughs> <laughs> so many clothes ruined, I gotta say, man. Yeah. That was rough. I, I was I think that was one of my biggest learnings mm-hmm. is that tinted are no joke. Mm-hmm. They probably vary the greatest in some that are tinted, but it's like very minimal coverage, mm-hmm. very sheer. And some that are tinted and they're like, yep, this is going to be makeup on you. Yeah. yeah. So no. that that was really interesting. Definitely, again, that's in the blog as well. Cool. All right. To wrap up, we got to talk about some skincare products. Mm-hmm. Uh, which one do you think deserve a shout out this year? So for me, speaking of sunscreen testing yeah. series, I have to give the Neogen sunscreen a shout yeah. out. That was kind of a surprising win in my book. Yeah. I think when it comes to like Japanese or Korean and Korean sunscreens, I have like almost this notion in my head of what type of texture is going to mm. be. They are generally speaking much easier to use the right amount. They are more pleasant textures. But even amongst like the Asian sunscreens, the Neogen one is was really good on yeah, me. A really pretty finish, mm-hmm. light. Um, I think no matter what, sunscreens are always tough, and you're always going to have that kind of film after effect, no matter how fresh the break is. Yeah. And so a lot of these like Asian textures. Yeah. So, totally agree. And I think a lot of sunscreen formulas, the ones that's like that tout freshness or cling finish, they tend to be really dry on me. Yeah. And this one, point. surprising, wasn't very dry. And I have to say, it's hard for me, as much as I would love to give people guidance on like, avoid these ingredients they're trying, it's not usually very clear. True. True. Like, the obvious one that I really like to avoid is silica because it's very drying on me. Yeah. But sometimes it's just for the formula as a whole. Like one that comes to mind that's like really weird was Beauty of Joseph. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Beauty of Joseph one, which actually worked well on Victoria's skin, yeah. was somehow really drying on yeah. me. And I couldn't tell you why it was so drying on me. Yeah, and that's a fan favorite yeah. for sure. I was also going to say going down memory lane, um, one that I also thought was surprising was La Roche-Posay's SPF 70. Oh, yeah. And we always hate on SPFs that out higher than 50 because like we said the protection amount that you get is really not that much more but people because of that number being 20 points higher they feel a need to push for that yeah despite all that that texture was very surprising very reasonable yeah Yeah. very clean it is nourishing Mm -hmm. but 
I, you know, I actually didn't mind it at all, yeah. you know? Um, so I would say that was another one that was surprising from the study. Yeah. All right. We also cannot forget that we did a vitamin C, CE ferulic dupe study. Oh, yeah. That's also on our blog. <laughs> <laughs> and I think from that one, um, what deserves a shout out is actually the new packaging from Timeless's vitamin mm -hmm. C. That has held up really well. Mm -hmm. We weren't able to test that one in the actual study. Mm -hmm. But then we actually followed up um, once we got our hands on that packaging did an additional study and found that through the four week kind of stress test we did to age it we it held up great and i think thank god because that was the one that we were like oh this is a great one we recommend but the plastic airless packaging came in was like so not great yeah and felt kind of bad pushing that one. yeah that one was it was like not very opaque so yeah. you can tell that it you wasn't see it age if you held it up to the light yeah exactly yeah. and it sputters when yeah. you oh, oh that one was yeah. not great but can confirm the glass one the glass airless is much much better yeah we recommend purchasing that through their website because mm. I believe on Amazon you still might get the plastic version. Mm -hmm. um, but I think, yeah, I would say that was also a really fun study for us to do. And aside from Timeless, there are a couple other ones that did pretty well as well. Things like May Love and I think um, some of the other ones like Paul's Choice did fine. And then COSRX was the most surprising and not a great way one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that one smelled like it's not just meaty. It's yeah. like not good meat. Yeah, it's like it's funky. And yeah. when you open it, the whole room smells like it, which was very strange. Yeah, it almost smelled to me. It smelled like a not very good split pea soup. Oh, that's mildly accurate. Yeah, like with some old chunks of ham. Yes, exactly. <laughs> old ham. I can see it now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think those two, I think, are the best. Mm -hmm. All right. We should wrap this up. Yes. Countless Confessions in 2023. <sighs> takeaways feels. um i have a lot of feels <laughs> well okay this year was this year was about i think for me personally it was like getting back on track yeah we um content wise i think it's been it's been so over the place yeah. and this year we're like you know what we're committing to this podcast schedule and we're gonna you know have a blog schedule that's also tied to the podcast so it helps us be more consistent and i think we got our new website going that really showcases all that mm -hmm. content which was really tough before when we hated our previous blog scenario yeah that didn't <laughs> help at all so yeah the website revamp was another huge thing that yeah. we did that took basically a huge chunk of the year yeah um so yeah we have a quite a few launches coming Yay! i will say this year a lot of the launches we had in mind definitely like with all the website work yeah. content work it kind of just we also had some weird hiccups um, where some of the ingredients just weren't available. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We actually launched Mr. Reliable 2.0 early this year. That's right. Like, yeah. I can't believe that was the same year. Yeah. It feels so long ago. Yeah. And then, um, you know, we... Uh, we got the product incubator back up, mm -hmm. the chemist crew. If you're interested in joining, um, we actually have two studies that we, um, one just finished, one is in the works, um, that we're really excited about um, ramping up to some of the launches for next mm -hmm. year. Um, so I agree with you. This this is the year of foundation. Yeah, yeah. The foundation there is now set and we are ready for next year's new stuff. Yep. So yeah. um, I guess we can also talk a little bit about what's to come in 2024. First of all, the podcast, <laughs> we will ah. aim to still have a weekly schedule. Yeah. Um, we are working on kind of revising the, the setup a little yeah. bit and also the, the, I guess, the, what should you say? 
format? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this year was decode episode, meet episode, so on and so forth. Next year, I think we're gonna tackle it a little slightly differently, while also keeping some of our favorite bits of the podcast.、Oh. Um. So yeah, definitely write to us and let us know、yeah. what is you maybe your favorite segments and what you like to see more of, or maybe segments you're like, eh, this isn't that helpful to me, or I could use more explanation here or there. Like、yeah. the meats part, like Gloria's comments, she's saying how you know some people are like, ah,、uh, this study you lost me in the study. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Let us know if there's some stuff that、uh, could use more explanation. Yeah, definitely. And I think with that,、um, what else? Yeah, look forward to some new product launch announcements and hints of next year.、Yep. Um, we've got one that feels like a little bit. I have to say, in left field, coming from left field, I think that would surprise people. But、mm-hmm. we're really excited just because of the actives profile. Yeah, like you, you know us. We can't help it. We're very excited by you know what's to come. So yeah, yeah. We are also working on some packaging revisions.、Yeah. Um, so really excited to share all of that with you guys soon. But by soon, I don't want to give a time. So <laughs> no, 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 we don't do that. <laughs> So I don't shoot myself in the foot.、Um, but yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I think you know、um, it's been a really great and super busy year.、Mm-hmm. I've got to say thanks for joining us this entire year and listening, providing all your feedback, all the questions that come through.、Um, we're always so amazed by how diligent、yeah. our listeners are. Um, and also how precise and almost detailed their questions can be.、Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, with all this to say, we hope you guys have a great holiday, and we will see you guys in 2024. Yeah,、ah, I can't believe it. Safe travels, everyone! And if you are interested in our products, don't forget to check them out on、yeah. our、um, on our website. Use the code CC. Oh no! Podcast <laughs> ship for, for for free shipping. We have other holiday discounts and deals and bundles going on.、Yeah. Um, this code applies to the, it can be bundled with any of the bundles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And on that note, um, if you have a burning skin queer question, please write to us at info at chemistconfessions dot com. Check out all of our content and products on our website at、mm. www.chemistconfessions.com.、Um, you can also send us your questions through our Instagram at chemist.confessions, or just simply add it to the comments、um, in this video or write to us. So otherwise,、um, that's it for the year. We are wrapping this podcast episode and this podcast in general for the year. I can't believe it.、Mm-hmm. We're out of here, guys. Yep. Bye. 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 See you in 2024. Bye. Bye.